Hello, hello! Happy Monday, loves, and welcome to Making Waves. I'm your host, Moana, a teenage girl with a lot to say and a lot more to learn. Today we're talking about how to... about... whoa! Today we're talking about learning to love your own company. Ah, I'm already messing up my words and we're literally 20 seconds in. It's okay. We're good. I am an expert on this because I spent a year living with just my family and no social life. I saw one person the entire year who was my age and it's definitely a skill I was forced to learn to the point where I love doing things by myself now so much and I'm so overly independent that now I'm starting to have to reverse it a little bit. I went a little bit too far and I'm learning to you know accept help and wanting to be around people but before we get into all that my current obsession this week is Pinterest. That's kind of always my current obsession, but this week in particular because I am, you know, working with the podcast Instagram feed and planning it and it just looks so good thanks to Pinterest and also my love for red. I love red. If you haven't seen the Instagram, the podcast's Instagram feed, you have to look at it. It looks so good. Like, I'm obsessed. But hi, Tide. Oh my gosh. I literally just watched a video on how to pronounce her name. And now I'm going to get it wrong again. And she's British, so that makes it even more difficult. I think it's Tam Carr. I'm, I don't, I'm so bad at names. That's kind of how she says it. I feel like she, okay. She is a YouTuber. She has a podcast called Self Obsessed. I love her. I live and breathe her videos. She is like the ultimate person to go to if you want to learn self-love, self-worth, wealth building, like for a teenage girl, she is, like, the holy grail of online big sisters. So, go check her out. It's spelled T-A-M-K-A-U-R. I will put the link in the episode notes. I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry. But she is amazing. I freaking love her. So, please, go watch her videos. I post her videos on my stories all the time. But, I digress. Let's get into the episode. And the real reason you're here is to learn how to be alone but not lonely and I always like to start with explaining things so why is this an important skill to learn the only person you are ever going to really have is yourself people are going to pass through your life but you are stuck with yourself forever and so when you have the ability to enjoy life just by being with yourself even if you are totally alone, is so incredibly powerful and freeing. Because if you aren't scared to be alone, you can put energy into healthy relationships in your life and be okay with letting go of the toxic ones because there's no reason for you to hang on. Because there's no fear of being alone and being lonely. Because you love yourself and your own company. So first, we always evaluate If you have been listening for a long time, you know that I love to start with a good evaluation. So, I think that understanding where you are at makes the steps after that so much easier and allows you to focus on your weak points. And it also makes it easier to see how far you've come in the future. If you've ever, like, done something, like, literally anything where you wish you had taken a before photo and you just forgot, right now we're kind of taking the before photo to save for later, to look and see how far we've come and be able to be so proud of ourselves because we're doing amazing and we're growing so much. So sit down with some paper 
and write about what scares you about being alone. Are you afraid of being judged? Are you afraid to be left with your own thoughts? You have to get specific about what truly scares you about being alone. I think a lot of people are definitely afraid of being judged, especially in public. Being alone in public, it feels like everyone's eyes are on you and all of these things. And that's just your internal universe because in our heads, in our worlds, everything revolves around us. But nobody else cares that much about you. And I don't mean that in a way that nobody cares about you. I mean that in a way that all the random people that you see walking by... I mean, think about all the random people you've seen in the last week out in public. Do you remember them, their faces, what they were doing? Were they with other people? Were they not? Unless they did something particularly memorable and it happened to become a funny story for you to tell later, you don't remember them. I went to the climbing gym this week. I went to lunch this week. I barely even remember anyone from any of those things. So... What is it that you're afraid of? Write it down, write it out, and get specific about what truly scares you about being alone. There's definitely a stigma about being... Stigma. There... Stigma. That's how you say that, right? I'm going crazy. There's a stigma about being alone. When you're alone, you're seen as weird and antisocial and there must be something wrong with you. At least that's how we see it in the media and we see a lot of these stereotypical weirdo loner type characters that are you know quietly misunderstood i was thinking of like the grinch his heart was just too small or like elsa she's a good example um my brother and i just finished watching the percy jackson show which i'm not a percy jackson fan but i thought it'd be a fun show for us to watch together and i'm telling my brother that i was never a percy jackson kid but i want him to be and i want him to read the books because i now regret not reading them when i was 12 and he is 12 so he needs to read them But Percy Jackson, at the very beginning of the show, like, pre-Grover, or, like, Riley from Inside Out, like, after she moves, when she's, like, all alone and has no friends in California, they all portray being alone in such a negative way. But when you learn to be alone and not lonely, and you learn to love spending time with yourself, there is so much power in that you don't even understand until you've experienced it. And there are a ton of benefits that come with spending time with yourself. You get to know yourself better. You're more self-aware, which helps with your self-love. And you understand your thoughts and your feelings and why you do the things you do. And it gives you time to practice your self-love and self-care habits. So, everybody doesn't hate me for this, but the only way to get better at this and learn to love your own company is to practice. Practice, practice, practice. Now, I want you to start with something easy that doesn't sound too scary, but maybe a little bit challenging for you. I have a bunch of ideas of ways to spend time with yourself. But the number one thing is we are not mindlessly scrolling. Sitting in your room, scrolling on your phone is not spending time with yourself. Journaling, reading, getting outside, watching a comfort movie, private dance party, cleaning your space and your environment doing little crafts and activities, cooking and baking, library slash cafe solo dates, and everything shower without your phone. Those are things that we're doing to spend quality time with ourselves. Okay, so the first thing you need to do is pick one thing from that list or something else you think of that you can do totally alone 
safely. Please don't get kidnapped. And all you have to do is do it. Try doing it once. And if it's hard or too hard or too challenging, do it anyway. And afterward, add to your list of things. Pay attention to how you're feeling when you're doing that thing. What is it that's scaring you? Are you scared of being judged? Are you scared of being left alone with your own thoughts? What is it about doing things by yourself that is scaring you? And then we're going to continue to do these small things. Some of the things that I did when I was traveling and on my own, I did a lot of reading. Actually, no, I didn't. That's a lie. I don't think I did that much reading. I did a lot of journaling. I did word searches. Um, My grandma got me this word search book. It had like a hundred word searches and they weren't like super challenging. They weren't kids ones either. They were like kind of in between. They were like a fun, okay? They were like a fun level word search because if it was too hard, I would have given up. And I did, I think 95 of them while we were on the trip. And that was something that I did a lot. Journaling, like I said, when it comes to online things, and we're watching comfort movies, watching videos, like the ones that I was talking about earlier, or TED Talks, something educational that's high value, as long as we're not scrolling, sitting outside and just appreciating nature, literally anything, you can do it alone. Cooking is another big one that I did a lot. I love cooking for myself. I don't love cooking for other people so much, but I love cooking for myself because I know what I like. There's no pressure to get someone else to like it. I can just enjoy it and then nourish my body with delicious food. And it doesn't have to be difficult either. One thing that I did last year was, you know, those just add water muffins or just add milk muffins. I did those, but I made them into heart shapes and it was very cute and I ate them and they were delicious. So small things like that. And then obviously any self-care practice is something else that you can do on your own and enjoy spending time with yourself as long as we're not multitasking. If you're going to watch a video or a comfort movie, watch the movie, watch the video. If you're watching one of these YouTube videos that I'm talking about that's high education, high value, we're taking notes, okay? We're not just sitting there and watching it. That doesn't count. Quality time. And when we're cooking, when we're outside, when we're cleaning our spaces, we are not watching TV shows. No, 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 no. We are focusing on those activities that we're doing. And we are not scrolling through our phone while doing those things either. Once you've gotten down some of the more easy ones, you move up to more challenging things. And it really just depends on your personal level of, you know, where you're at in spending time with yourself. And like I said earlier, it's so valuable to learn to do this and to learn to love your own company because it really does allow you to be totally free of other people and bad relationships. Because once you're at a point where you're happy being on your own and you'll start to notice that you'd rather do things by yourself than with other people, you can let go of the toxic relationships, the negative people that are bringing you down and are not supporting you in any way. So today's homework, I know, short episode, but listen, your girl's trying to pump them out to get the podcast back and rolling, so cut me some slack. Plus, I like short episodes because there's less editing to do, but homework. 
what you can do right now to implement what we discussed. Pick one thing from the list or something else. Set a time in your calendar. I literally want you to go into whatever calendar you use or set an alarm on your phone and you are going to do it. You could do it right now if you want. I don't care, but you're going to do it. Private dance party takes five minutes. You can go to your bedroom. You can close the door. You can put AirPods in, turn on your music, and dance. It's not hard. I believe in you. I know you can do it. It's actually really fun once you get the hang of it. Trust me. But we are learning to love our own company. And the only way to do that is to practice, practice, practice. So practice. And if you have other ideas that I should add to the list, maybe I should post the list. Definitely send them to me. But like I said, short episode. You're amazing. Don't forget to drink water. Follow the podcast on all social media. Follow me on all social media. If you haven't noticed already, I'm posting a lot more on my personal accounts. Write a review if you're on Apple. Write a review for the podcast. It's so incredibly helpful. That's all I have for you today, and I will talk to you later.